Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. That was really after our family, y'all. Amen. He really is. And we've got to do something. And that's something that we've got to do is take our place. I'm not just talking to the women. I'm talking to the men as well. Because what we're going to do is have to take our place and fight this devil that's after our family. How many of you have children in here? Amen. Amen. You know what the devil is after, right? He's after our seed. The Bible says in Revelation, I'll bring that to you next week, that the devil made war, has declared war against the woman and her seed. Because he's upset that she's the mother of all things. She gives birth to the things that God really wants. If you really want to know the purpose that God has for it, God wants an inheritance. He wants seed. He wants children that can fulfill or fill this earth. So what he wants to do now is watch us get back in alignment because he asked the question, if the foundation be destroyed, what are the righteous to do? God placed in this place, in this earth, a foundation in which he's going to build his kingdom. The children are part of that kingdom. And that's why they're under such attack right now. And we as adults are starting to live our lives. I ask you the question, where are the grandmothers at now? Where are the grandmothers of old? That understood prayer. That will hit their knees in a heartbeat and start praying for you and will read their Bibles. Instead of complaining and fussing and trying to look like they're 25. The devil has duped us. I had a young lady say the other day, she said, and she was smiling, she said, she said, I'm so tired of my mama trying to dress like she's 25. She said she thinks she's half, my, half her age because the girl was 25. And she said she's, her mama was 50 and trying to dress and act like her. It was doing her mother good because she thought she was being cute. And the girl was like, really? Why don't she dress her age? Why don't she act her age? I'm not trying to condemn you. I remember my grandmama. My grandmama wore her heels for, for most of all her life. You know, some of the heels y'all wearing now are something that my grandmama wore, you know, because there's nothing different. There's nothing new under the sun. But when your attitude don't adjust and you still think that you're that age of your daughter and you look like your daughter, baby, your daughter's clothes hitting her some places that yours ain't. So, so let's, let's get real with this stuff. Let's, let's admit to ourselves that some things have changed in our life. And we need to take our place. I know y'all don't like it, but I'm telling you the truth. This is real warfare going on. And the devil got up caught up in ourselves. I ain't saying you can't look good. I ain't saying you're not fine. I ain't saying none of that stuff. But I'm saying that there's a real war going on. And we're trying to be selfish and it's an attack of the enemy when we need to get in our place and we need to take our place. Amen? You need to know how to fight. You need to know how to warfare. You need to know how to get serious with the devil because if we don't, our children are going to continue to go by the wayside. Amen? So I want us to start, to start thinking about taking our place. We're really fighting against unseen spiritual, in this unseen world. The devil's attacking us from that world using our own selves to defeat us. So we're asking God to open our eyes, and I've been asking you to pray this prayer because you need to be able to see in the spirit realm. There's two worlds going on, the natural realm and the spirit realm. We're so used to looking into the natural realm that we had not discovered that there's a spiritual realm. 
Sometimes when you come in here and we're telling you to lift your hands and to pray and worship, we're trying to get you to step into the spirit realm, to step into another realm. And sometimes you can feel the fight in your flesh. I know that in worship, I can feel some people just struggling. I can feel this heart. You just can't step into it like you want to, and you look around at everybody else, and you're trying to see what they're doing. No, this is personal between you. This is your own battle. That's why you got to start learning how to practice this at home. So when you come to church, you bring that presence with you, That's and right. you're not depending on the praise leaders and the praise and worship team to bring you where God wants you to be at. Amen? You have to discover that there's another place for you. Amen? I covered all that last week. I won't be spending so much time on it this week. But we go back to the foundation that God has in place. God always stays in his position. Now we're talking about the male and the female, which now God's looking at the marriage. How many of you in here are married? All right. How many of you want to stay married? No, uh, no, 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 no just, stay, just, just leave that alone. All right. But you are married, okay? Now, now uh, I won't ask this question, but I ask it, but not expecting you to answer it. Okay. How many of you don't want to be married? Okay. How many of you just want to be married? Don't raise your hand to those questions. But let me ask you this. Based on God's plan, now, now hear me good. God wants a seed in this earth. He wants to reproduce. He wants you to reproduce to have children. Okay? You understand that. All right? But there's a proper order in which God wants it done. That's right. You just can't have children and not do it the way God wants you to do it. There's a proper way of doing it, all right? So I hear a lot of women telling me now they've been so hurt, I don't even want a man. I don't want to be married. I don't want, I, I'm fine with being me and doing me. I'm not asking you to think about what you want. What does God want? Okay? What does God want? And sometimes I hear women, they tell me to lie. I don't want a man. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't, I don't need no man. So why are you in the clubs? Why are you looking at every man coming through the door of the church? See, your desires is telling off on you. Some stuff you just can't hide. But you're saying that because you don't have one. I'm asking you to just go before God because it's in God's design for a woman to have a man and for a man to have a woman. That's in his design. So since you know it's his design, ask. Ask, and it shall be given. But you have to do it God's way. God has a divine order for everything to be in place, and he wants you in divine order. Now, every marriage is not going to be easy. Some marriage is going to be worse than others, okay? Me and my wife, we've been married how long now, baby? 30, 29 years, going on 30 years, okay? It's been easy, what, 28 of those years? Yeah. So you have a couple of years when things are not going right, Okay? So, 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 so it's not going to be peaches and cream all the time. But God is consistently constant. Okay? So what you're going to have to do is realize that, God, I really want to please you. I want to be in your will. I, I, I want to move forward in this thing. So help me to understand it. So today I want you to help you understand taking your place. We already know God's in his place. He's not going to move. He's constantly constant. No matter what you do, he is still God. Amen? But now it comes down to the man. The man must be in his place right beside God. Okay? So what does a woman fit in? Okay. All right. Now, where we're coming to problems, I want to help you understand that today. The women's lib 
is coming back stronger than ever. Okay? And they are fighting for equality. Okay? That what they are fighting for has never been stripped from you. But what the devil is doing is making you think that you have to fight for what God has given you and how God created you. So you're fighting a battle that you don't even understand. So as this women's lib movement move up and become a little bit more to the forefront, you've got to know who you are and you've got to be comfortable in your place. You've got to know your place. Amen? I talked to my son, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at how he... I start to ask him to read some of the books that he's reading and see some of the stuff that he's seeing, but they see a little bit more than the church sees. All the cartoons and all the animated things now, women are taking on position. They've got uh, Miss Captain Marvel now. They've got Miss Superman now. They've got all these things that they're just taking over, and the, the, the feminine movement is taking place and moving along with the rebellious spirit that's in the world. This rebellious spirit is one of the spirits that's motivating the LGBTZY movement. You know, all them letters. All right? So, so, so they, are, they are backing that. And, 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 and one of the movements that they're backing to as well is all black lives matter. They're backing that movement. Okay? All right? So there's a spirit out there, and that spirit is none other than the spirit of Jezebel. It's a controlling, manipulating spirit, okay? Now, that spirit is trying to get back into society with a stronghold, okay? So if we don't watch what we're doing as ladies, uh, we'll be rebelling against man, and man will not know his position because if you go back to how Jezebel did it, she, Ahab, she had a weak man, okay? And sometimes, women, you, just, you confuse this Meekness with weakness. Just because, watch this. Help, let me help you. Opposite do attract. If you're one of those strong-willed women, nine times out of ten, or eight out of, out of ten times, you may get a meek, milder man who ain't in all that drama like you. Okay? So, so you might be this strong-willed woman who's going to tell people what to do, who's going to order around the house. And you, because opposite attract, you might get a man who, who's kind of laid back, okay? And because you don't understand this, take bait for a walk. There you go. He's going fine. So, so, so as, because you don't understand this, you think that he's weak, but he's not weak. Most men want to be men. They want to be strong. But because of their love for you, they kind of let you push and stuff. But sometimes you might push too far, and when that man rides up, you don't know what you've got. Okay? So that's why I'm saying you have to let a man be the man. Even though you strong will, he, he sometimes laid back, but he still possessed the power to be a man. And you can't force him to be a man. What you have to do is be willing. And I'm going to tell you this. My wife don't ever believe it. But my wife was a little strong-willed when we got married, okay, before we got married, all right? And, and I, was, I think I was a little milder, okay? But my wife was strong-willed, okay? But somewhere along the way, because I got in Christ and the words started getting me, we switched roles. My kids saw it. They saw it. They saw the switch, okay? And I think that because they say, you got to be the Grinch, 
The Grinch. That's what they call me, right? The Grinch. The mean one. So, so because I, was, I, I, I took after my dad at first. And my dad was the kind of, wasn't going to let nobody worry him. My mom would come in. She would fuss. She would cuss. She would throw stuff. She would do all that kind of stuff. And my dad just sat back. Now, he sat back with his hand crossed like this, watching the game. And she fussing. And, and, and my mama left here first. Yeah. She died before he did. I had a conversation. I said, Daddy, what make you think? He said, just treat people the way you want to be treated and do the right thing. Don't let nothing worry you. And when he said that, I remember, he never let my mama worry him. She tanned up the whole house. He gone to bed. <laughs> Even though he didn't have the word in him, he knew his place. I ain't going to be arguing with you. So women, if you got a, a meek man, don't think you have a weak man. Okay? And, and because you strong-willed, you look for the opportunity to shift. There has to be somebody strong in the marriage. That's why opposite attract. Sometimes you get a man who's real strong because you're real mild-mannered. Okay? Somebody has to take that leadership. But let me get back to where we were. So when God created him, watch this, male, female, he created them. In the spirit realm, you're equal. You are equal. So there's no need for fighting for women's rights, women liber uh, equal rights, or to be equal. You are equal. You have the same access to God as any man does. The problem comes in is that you don't understand roles. You're equal, but with different roles. So when God made man because he needed somebody to till the ground, it was already in God's mind that he was going to do this. He went to the end and backed up and started making things. So in God's mind, I want to see. So man cannot produce a seed on his own. There was no help meat found for man. So God said, I will make one man out of man. So now we're moving from the spirit to the natural realm. Now in the natural realm, God takes the spirit, the bone out of Adam, the rib out of Adam, and makes this woe man for him. So now Eve, I mean, this, this, in the spirit realm, what her name was, Eve, or what, what was Darius telling her name was? Lilith, or whatever that name is. Anyway, so whatever the, person, whatever the name was in the spirit realm, you had access to God. You and God had access to God. Man had access to God. But because you're in the natural realm now, there's a man here. Because in the spirit realm, you were submitted to God. You loved God. You praised God. You did all these things. You worshiped God. So now that that man is in position, you're no lesser. But your adoration goes now to that man. That's why the Bible says, love your husband as, you, as unto the Lord. Respect your husband. Provide for him. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a, a, a tough word. Worship him. Whatever you did for the Lord, now your husband is there. You can build him up and you can tear him down. See, inside you, is the ability 
to shape and mold. And I'm going to get to this today when I show you in the scripture because what, we, what God gave you was influence. You don't have the authority. The man has the authority. You have the influence. You can influence him to be whatever God has called him to be. Or you can tear him down and he'll forget what God called him to be. You got some power. So with that power comes responsibility. So when I tell you to take your place, know your place. If you're single, your place is right there with God, getting your oil from God, worshiping God, giving God the adoration, learning how to get in the spirit, learn how to handle things. You do this because there's no man. For those who are not single, you're married. Your husband becomes your source of attention. Your focal point. You hear me? All right. So let's go deeper. First Corinthians. Miss King, you ready? First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. But there is one thing I want you to know. The head of every man is Christ. The head of every woman is man. And the head of, every, of Christ is God. The head of every woman is man. And he was talking about in the marriage situation. If you're not married, um, I can't be your head just because you're a woman. So don't get that scripture mixed up. He's talking about the confines of a marriage. When you get married, you take another role. Okay? When you are single, ladies, then you take the role where you're connected to Christ and you're getting your orders directly from Christ. Okay? So now when you get married, then your orders or your direction come from your husband. Okay? All right. Jesus was totally under the authority of God the Father, but yet the Bible said he was equal. Let me give you this scripture right here. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 through 8. Just so you can learn a little bit about being in this position and not fighting for it. Because what you're fighting for is control. Miss King. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. You hear that? He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Now, that is so much in this scripture for wives. If you're going to be married, and you're going to do things God's way, and you're going to take on your position and do what God called you to do, you can't be arguing about your equality with your husband. You can't be arguing about, I'm just as much of a woman, I'm just as much of a leader, I'm just as much as, I'm, that's, that's beside the point. In the marriage situation, there has to be a head. And God created man to be that head. Now, I know this is sensitive. I know you ain't going to like what I'm going to be saying today, but I got to say it. Amen. Especially if you're a strong-willed woman. How many strong-willed women we have? Don't raise your hand. Ain't no man going to tell me nothing. And see, some of you, you, you don't have that mindset, but you feel like your man's so weak that you can just run over him. You got to tell him everything. Oh, I, I, I can feel it. I felt it. I felt that spirit here before. That's why our worship was so hard. I said, God, is it just me? They got to talk to these women today or, or what? You know, what, what, the devil has set it up. Jezebel already came in the house. She already sat in somebody's seat, and she's just waiting on them to come in. But I've got to tell you, so 
so that hopefully we can fix the foundation. That's right. That's right. You may be strong with because your mama was strong with. It could even came through your daddy and you picked up some of his genes. Well, whatever reason you're strong with, can you not think it robbery? Can you not think it equal? That, 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 I mean, can you not think it's just okay for you to let down your guard a little bit and say, I trust you, husband? Well, pastor, you don't know my husband. He won't even pay a bill. Can you still pay the bill but let him have the authority? If you see him weak in an area, since you've got so much strength, can you be that strength for him but let him remain in his position of authority? No man, no husband want to fight his wife. That's right. But you're so used to letting, and you just might have saw your mama do it. And that may be where that spirit came from. But you're going to have to go back to what Christ did and, and die the death of the cross in order to keep your marriage. Yeah, boy. What my ushers? I'm going to get y'all to patch it all around it. Everybody anoint themselves <laughs> so that they can hear what, what, what I'm saying, not be mad at me. All right. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Women, I'm just, I made, God made me in his image just like he made you. Oh, don't cling on to that. Let the man have his position. Now, you speak to him. You worship him. You adore him. You, you call him Lord. The Bible says Sarah called Abraham Lord. You build him up. You have the power. Now, you can't make you a man, but you can make him feel so better about being a man. That he really want to take care of you. He want to do everything he can for you. I see so many mistakes. I see so many of y'all come to my office and call me on the phone. Because, and, then, and I want to tell you the truth, but you can't handle the truth. Your husband is tired of you giving orders. I found out one thing with Miss King. Miss King don't have to force me to do nothing. Miss King has some influence. She don't have the authority to tell me to do nothing. And she lets me have my authority because she knows she holds the card of influence. I can be, I can be a power. I want to tell the kid, no, they ain't going to do something. Miss King say, well, you know, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be, all, she rubbed my hand, it's, you know, it's going to be all right. And that big old lion that's in me come down this little old, Out of influence. And I'm going to show you what influence is. I looked up all these definitions and all these stuff to try to help you to understand what I'm saying so that you understand. Don't let the devil destroy your marriage. Your, the institution that God put in place to give him a seed because you don't understand what's going on. When you say, I do, you're saying, I do to the plan, the purpose of God, to give God a seed. And the devil said, I'm at war with this woman and this seed. I'm going to get you out of position, man, so that I can destroy the foundation so God can't build on it no more. Let me show you something else. Created equal. Because of what Christ has done, there's no longer difference among us. Read this, Miss King. 
Galatians 3.28. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. There is neither Jew nor Greek. Watch this. Now I'm going to explain what is just said. The scripture said there's no longer Jew nor Gentile, slave or free, male and female. All right? For you are what? One in Christ Jesus. All right? Now keep reading, Miss Kay. No ethnic or national difference. There's neither Jew nor Greek, meaning there's no color barriers. Mm -hmm. Okay? I can't look at the uh, white person and say that you're superior, and the white person can't look at me and say I'm superior because God look at us. We're all one in Christ. All right? So your color don't matter when it comes to God. So don't run up here and tell me all black, that black lives matter. According to this scripture, all lives matter. You shouldn't take advantage of no life. No life. So it's going to come back up again. And I want to know how you're going to handle it when they say black lives matter. You're going to get your little card and your poster? You're going to go out there with black lives matter? Because if you put on a poster, all lives matter, then the world is going to come at you. The problem is we, don't, we want to make everybody happy. We want to make people in the church happy. We want to make people out there in the world happy. And God ain't happy. Come on, Miss Kay. Neither slave nor free. No economic difference. In God's mindset, he'll bless you just like he'll bless you. That's right. You can't get jealous at him because he got a whole lot of money in a big house and five cars. Because the same God that he served is the same God you can serve. So in God's mindset, don't you be hollering at me because you're still in the poorhouse. That's your choice. That's right. Now, I know I can go a whole lot deeper with this, but I just want to stay on the surface of it because we need to understand it. If you have a God on your side and you serve the same God I serve, why are you mad because I prosper? Obviously, you're not doing something that I did. I tell you all the time how we tithe and we pay our tithe. Do you even tithe? So it's something that I'm doing that you're not doing while you're not in the position that you want to be in. And it ain't God's fault. <laughs> Keep reading, Miss King. Neither male nor female, no gender difference. Nor gender difference. But now, guess what? If you're a male, you're a male. That's right. Amen. I should never have to explain this in church especially, but I have to do it because of today's society. People are confused about their gender. And that's demonic. That's devilish. What you're confused about should not be if you're a male or a male. You should be confused. Your desire. See, the devil didn't change you. He switched your desire. That's right. He rewired you to make you think that you were this way. But you're not actually, just look down. Okay, <laughs> saw. You see it? So what you have to do now is rewire your thinking. What you're going to have to do is, 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 according to Romans, you have to renew your mind. Your mind. The devil has caught you up in your mind. He has confused you. He's the great deceiver. Some kind of way he got in there and deceived you. That's 
We all fight the same battle. The woman been deceived to think that she got to take over. The man thinks that he deceived to think he got to let you have it all. It's deception every step of the way. So I can't get mad at you because you're confused or your desires are telling you that you are a that you want the same sex. I can't get mad at you about that. All I can do is caution you and tell you that ain't how God planned it. Because God wanted a seed in the earth. Two men can't bring forth seed. Two women can't bring forth seed. So if you go back to the original plan of God, you you don't have to ask no question if it's right or wrong. Does it give God what he wants? And if he don't, then I change. Something has to change in me in order for me to get back in the will and the plan of God. Don't condemn yourself. Just get it right. Repent. Change your mind because the devil has confused you and made you think that it's okay to be gay. It is not okay. So change your mindset and then God can help you. He's not condemning you. He's not. Now let's go to the next one. For we all, one in Christ, we are all one in Christ Jesus. This verse refers to the equality we have in God. So now we're all one in Christ. Amen? Amen. So since we're all one in Christ, what's the problem? Janet Jackson said it. Control. Control. Who's going to control who? And if women, if you don't watch it, your mindset is say, ain't no man going to control me. Ain't no man going to tell me what to do. Now watch it. Watch it rise up. Watch it. Watch it. Miss King, Miss King, uh, <laughs> can I tell you what to do? <laughs> what is it in you? I mean, why, 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 what, I mean, what's wrong with a man telling you what to do? What's wrong? What's wrong? Why, why can't I tell you what to say? What? I ain't her daddy. I'm greater than her daddy. Because God told her to submit to me as unto the Lord. So I'm bigger than her daddy. I know y'all mad. I know y'all don't want to hear it. But I got to tell you, if we're going to fix the foundation, we're going to have to get some jackhammers. We're going to have to get some, some glue, some bonding stuff to fix this foundation. Women, men are supposed to be able to tell you what to do. Ouch! Now, 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 I'm not starting causing no war, no family, but I'm saying that God tells you what to do. How many of you have a problem with God telling you what to do? Nobody. Now, the Bible says, love your wives as Christ, love the church. I get to that man, but he said, woman, submit yourself to your own husband as unto the Lord. So if the Lord can tell you what to do, then your husband will be able to tell you, baby, can you go fix me something to eat? Baby, you can't go shopping tonight. I know y'all won't walk out. <laughs> but we talked eight months about this foundation, and God asked, what are the righteous to do? It's the church to show the world what we're supposed to do. There ain't nothing more beautiful when I go out and I see a, a man praying for the food, and I see a man open the car door for his wife, and I see him taking care of his children. There ain't nothing more beautiful than that. But the world is looking at it like, you know what? Can't nobody do that. What's wrong with him? 
The world ain't used to us. That's why they can't stand us. And they're trying to get us to stop being who God wants us to be. And if you take that seed of deception, you're not going to fulfill the will of God. You're not going to be able to fulfill what God got planned for you. What you have to do is do what Jesus did. He humbled himself. I see sometimes, and I know I, I, I push Miss King to the edge. I'm sitting back in my lazy chair with my heels up. So can you bring me some water? Sure she can. She go get my water. She bring it to her. I said, can you go get me, give me something to eat? She go in there. She cook me something to eat. I'm feeling like king in my castle. Some of y'all looking at me like, Miss King, I messed you up. <laughs> but ask Miss King, is there anything she wants? Because I take care of whatever she needs. Because we're equal together. That's why I ain't worried about I understand scripture. Somebody asked me, but Pastor, how do you feel about a prenup? Really? You really want to know? It's devilish and demonic. How you going to marry somebody you can't trust in no way? If Miss King give me her hand in marriage and I marry her, I owe her. The Bible said that we are sealed together. We are one in God. And if I decide I don't want her no more, then half of whatever I got goes to her. Anyway, that's another whole subject. All right. So let's read this about the control aspect. Let's see where it came from. Genesis chapter 3, verse 16. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth. And you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> go back to the desire. It's something in you that want to be able to tell your husband where to go. To take control. It's a desire in there. Now watch this. And, I, and, and the man, the part was that because you can enjoy paradise, now you got to go out and work. Nothing's going to produce for you. You got to make it produce. So your punishment was that instead of you enjoying heaven, you got to suffer some hell. Okay? To the woman, he said, I know what's in you. You want to control your husband, but I'm going to make him, I'm going to give him the right to rule over you. That's why we got so many divorces. That's why it's so messed up. When I come to marriage, marriage counseling, I try to talk to people and try to talk to married women. You know, the, the, when I hear it in them, I can't hardly touch it. And he this and he that. He won't do this. He did, I tell him all the time. The problem came in because that man started letting you treat him like your son. And that's where the problem came in at. And then when he didn't want to do what you told him to do no more, he pulled a rank on you and told you, you ain't my mama. And then you got mad. And then you want to come call pastor. God said, I was shopping your pain in your pregnancy. Ain't none of you complained about that. You still, how many of you got three, four, five kids? You ain't complaining about that. You still do it. You still have kids. 
But, but that control, you don't want to let that go. Let the man rule. Well, Pastor, you don't know my husband. There's scriptures in here that will help you. The Bible said that you can win him over with, with your conversation or with your lifestyle. Not with the conversation out your mouth, but the way you live. Let's keep going real quick. 1 Corinthians 11, 8 through 9. For the first man didn't come from woman, but the first woman came from man. Mm. And man was not made for woman, but woman was made for man. Scripture can be so hard. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it kind of make chill bumps go, goose bumps go. I saw you just shake your cold. <laughs> Because when we really understand scripture, why is God so in my face about this? Because the foundation is being destroyed. Everybody's forgetting who they were. You're having an identity crisis right now. Why? When you say I do, you're simply saying I submit myself to your vision. Well, pastor, he don't have a vision. Then you got to pray him to get one. <laughs> you shouldn't have married in the first place if you didn't have a vision. All right, let's keep going. Watch this. Influences versus authority. The difference between influence and authority. Influence is a power to affect, control, or manipulate something or someone. That's influence. Well, Pastor, did Miss King manipulate you? No. Not that I want to be manipulated. You know? So, so did she control you? No, she's not controlling me. I can dress it up however I want to, but the definition says this is what's taking place. And what is she doing? She's dealing with the ability to change the development of impulse, impulsive things. I'm, I operate from zero to 100. I can make a decision that may not be the best decision, but Ms. King can come in there and rub my hand, and I change that decision. I go against what I thought I wanted to do. And do what Miss King wants to do. And she ain't had to use no authority to get me to do it. Women, you possess influence. It's sometimes more powerful than authority. You just got to learn how to use what you got. You can control my conduct. I can be mad at those kids, be ready to beat them down. And Miss King started rubbing on my hand, and I forget the child's name. <laughs> Control my thoughts and my decisions. Influence is powerful. So, baby, you ain't got to fight your husband. You got the influence. So stop being all mean and stop hollering and just calm yourself down. And say, baby, I really would like it if you just thought about this for a moment. You would be surprised at how that old lion will come by all the way down to that little putty tag. Authority is the power to enforce rules and give orders. That's what God gave the man. He has the authority, the right to rule. Women, you don't have the right to rule. You have influence. And what's wrong with the marriage is that you want the authority. The, the man can't do nothing with your influence. 
So the devil is destroying our foundation because we're still trying to get what we want in life and rather give God what he wants. Let's move a little farther. Okay. Beautiful women, 1 Peter 3, 5 through 7. How many men in here love beautiful women? You love beautiful women? Okay, all right. Some men, all the single men right in the hand. Some of us are like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if my wife's sitting beside me or not. Let me give you the definition of what a beautiful woman is, Miss King, 1 Peter 3. This is how the holy women of Men can't even tell the truth when they, when they with their wife. Women start, all women start, only one beautiful woman, that's my wife. Ain't no other one beautiful than me. You know, really? She know you lying. You just don't want to tell the truth about it, okay? All right, Miss King. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. Miss uh, Miss King is so beautiful to me. Because number one, she trusts in God. And watch this. She accepted the authority of her husband. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You hear me? You, no, you're trying to adorn yourself with all these nice clothes and these red bottoms and all this stuff. All you had to do was submit yourself, and you became beautiful. Keep reading. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband. She did Abraham. what? Obeyed. She what? Come on, say it one more time. Come on. <laughs> she, she's trying hard to get that word out. Obeyed. Okay. She obeyed her husband. She obeyed her husband. She obeyed her husband. If we're going to fix the foundation, wives, you got to learn to obey your husband. And obey ain't a bad word. You feel it, don't you? You see, I mean, this is the most difficult time I ever had trying to teach. I went eight months teaching y'all about the authority and everything, but now I get down to fixing this foundation, and it ain't going nowhere. I don't want to hear nothing about obeying my husband. You don't know how my husband is. The Bible says obey him in all things. I know it, but I know I don't know you. I don't know, I don't know if you're married a fool or not. I don't know that. If you married a fool, that's your fault. But the scripture ain't changed. You knew he was a fool before you married him. You knew it. You thought you could change him. And that's where the problem came in at. I married him and I changed him. He married you. She hoping she won't change. Both of y'all in for a shock. Keep reading, Miss King. Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham. Yeah. <laughs> you want to really throw Abraham out there, but you could have put saying Miss King obeyed her husband, Miss Bass King, something like that. That's okay. I understand. I understand. Come on. Come on. That was Abraham. That was back then in the day, wasn't it? Okay. All right. Go ahead, Miss King. I'm going to stop you from reading. I'll read it myself. Keep going. And called him her master. Yeah. Call him her master. Go ahead. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. Here it goes. The reason why I can't give this man so much authority because I don't know what that fool going to do. <laughs> I can't trust him, Pastor. 
Pastor, I, he, I can't. I have to take his check from him and pay the bill because I don't trust him. He's going to take the money, go down there, and pay Susie's bill. <laughs> Pastor, I see him doing stuff that uh, he'll go down there and he'll fix his other woman's house and cut her grass, but his grass growing all the way up and we can't even find the house. <laughs> so, Pastor, I can't trust him. What, what's happening is that Susie is doing some worship. While you over here, why you can't do this? Why you can't do this? How to, do you want to go where you are worshipped or, or, or you want to go where you just tolerate it? <laughs> Most men like celebration and not toleration. I don't want you to just tolerate me being there because I can feel it. I can pick up when you really don't want me around. You're always nagging. You ain't never happy with nothing I do. But when you go here, Susan, Susan is, is, is you, you, all you did was put the light bulb in. Ooh, my house so bright. Ooh, you just, ooh, I've been wanting that done for a long time. And, ooh, and he like, <laughs> why he can't get this at home? Get in your place and build your man up and make him think that he is Lord. He wants to feel like he's Lord. Okay, that's a little deep for you. Okay, all right. You are her daughters. You get her blessings. You get whatever come to her when you do what is right without fear of what your husband might do. Don't be afraid. Of what You do what you're supposed to do. Let God deal with him. Amen. In the same way, you husband. Must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. All right. God says, you know what? In the same way, husband, you need to honor your wife. Respect her. Love her. Care for her. Make sure she has what she needs. Your wife, my wife ain't got no business. And see, one thing I used to do, I still do it today. It's hard. Old habits are hard to break. I open the door up for my wife, but when you go into your car, I open the door up for you too. And my wife be looking like, you over it now though. You good with now because it just knows it's me now. Don't, you remember one time when you said that, do you? You don't remember? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Because what's, once it's ingrained in you, it's in you. I teach it to my sons now. Open the door for your mama. Okay, so, so what I'm saying is that there's sometimes when your wife going to watch you do what you do. And if you ain't open the door for her, you better not open it for Susie. Better not. Yeah. Old Mississippi term, better not. Okay, so, so what, she, what, she, what, what God's saying is this, is that you got to honor your wife 
you got to learn to honor this woman and respect her and pour into her and build her up because likewise, you husband, when you say likewise, he says the same thing you want is what you got to put back in. So you got to tell her she's beautiful. You got to tell her she's kind. You got to tell her that she's lovely. You got to tell her she's fine. You tell Susan she's fine. So you got to tell your wife. Well, she's supposed to know it. I married her. No, she want to hear it. She wants to hear it. Even if she did put on some weight, you lost some hair. Getting in your place means that I am going to supply you with what you need. If you need some love and affection, I got you. You need your bill paid, I got you. You need some time off, I got you. You need some me time, I'm not at all, at all jealous. Take your time off. Because she's looking at you as Lord. Keep reading. So that your prayers be not hindered. Some of y'all don't realize that because you and your husband or you and your wife ain't together, God said, you know what, how are you going to pray to me? How do you expect for me to help you with your prayer when you ain't even living right? You are heirs together. God said, when I see y'all, I see one person. How do you think that I'm going to listen to your prayer and you telling me about what she ain't doing? You're equal partners in God's eyesight. You are one. When you tell God, God, get her, God said, I'm getting both of you. Real quick, I got to get to it. You know, I wanted to pray for the married couple, but anyway. Capable but submitted. Here you go, ladies. Women are very capable of taking care of themselves, but they should not be forced to prove it. However, Amen. Let us sink in. Miss Rita said it twice. She said, amen, twice. I said, how to prove to you I can take care of myself. Because if you're a good man, and especially a man of God, my concern should not be to prove to, to take care of myself. Miss King don't have to take care of herself. Miss Ruth, she don't have to take care of herself. She sure don't. <laughs> Brother Hugh said, that's my job. That's my job. He do a good job. All right. All right. See, the problem, I'm, 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 come on, keep going. I'm going to leave that one alone. I'll finish say something, but go ahead, Miss King. However, God did not make men and women different. Therefore, due to the physical nature and strength God gave men, he has charged them with the provision and protection of their family. So since you've got this strength, man, God said, I want you to use it, protect, and provide for your family. Since you're the stronger, physically, I want you to take care of your house. I want you to take care of the responsibility to take care of that woman. You're the stronger one. So by you being stronger, you take on the protector. You got to be the man. Amen? Keep reading, Miss King. God did not create men to lord over women, nor did he create women to simply wait on men. He made them both to complement each other and not compete with each other. You hear that? Miss King compliments me. She's not competing against me. Single women, you're not competing against a man. 
You're looking for a man who's already got a relationship with God that you can enhance on. You can help him reach that calling. If you're in here and you're single, do you want to be married? Nope. I don't want to. I've been there. I've done that. I don't want to go there no more. Okay, that's fine. But guess what? You've got to be married and joined to Christ now. Because Christ is your covering. He's your head. Married women, your husband is your head. Pastor, why do you spend so much time with this? Because we're getting ready to deal with these children. And we need to know the proper order and how to stay in place. Because mama has the ability to influence this daddy so he don't put this child out when he needs to be out. So I'm going to get to that point on what God really wants from us. But we got to know how to stay in alignment so that when we get to that point, because women, you know, I told you a couple weeks ago, it's something in you that when, it mess, when somebody messes with your baby, all hell breaks loose inside of you. You'll lay your life on the line for that child. So before we get to this child, I want to make sure that your husband and wife understand this relationship with us got to be together, got to be intact, because you got some influence that when I need to whoop this boy, you tell me don't, and I might not even get away with it, and then next thing you know, it's going to cause some problems along the way. These kids are not getting that way just because they're just bad. No, the devil has came in and messed up the foundation and took the father out of the house. Now the father coming back because God said in the last days, I'm trying to hard the father back to the church. I see so many young kids now, these young men who got these babies now, and they're taking their babies to church, they're taking their babies to, they're taking their bail, they're taking them to the doctors, they're doing, these fathers are turning back to these kids. And that's a thing that God is doing. So since God is doing it, we need to get in alignment and get right so we can be an asset to help. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the Breach Ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.